everyone welcome back to boycast of the future this is the second episode and in this episode today i'm going to be talking about space tourism i asked a lot of people if they could give me some predictions that they had and which is basically what the whole show is about and the biggest answer i got as a forecast was space tourism will increase at a rapid rate will become a very common thing in the future. I, right now saying this, I agree with this statement 100%. A few factors go into play with this and that are money, willingness, comfort, and safety. The biggest factors that will make space travel not common, so I'll do a little bit of pros and cons, and I'll say some things that might be an issue. I think this it's definitely going to happen in the, in the future, but at what point in the future, you know, very, very soon or quite a while. So I'm going to be doing some pros and cons of very, very soon and a while. So some reasons that it wouldn't happen very, very soon is money. Now, money is the biggest like factor of this. And right now, the cheapest space tourism lasts 10 days and it costs $55 million dollars which is $5.5 million a day, US dollars. And this is definitely not as much as it used to be and the progress is absolutely insane with this. But still, I don't think there's gonna be many people that are willing to spend $5.5 million going to space a day. Yes, there are a select few, maybe the 1% or the 2% that of people that would are willing to spend this money however i don't think the majority or like even 90 percent of the word world can afford this so you know right now it's not exactly gonna be that common but in the close future it's expected that spacex and x Axiom Space will be able to offer better prices as demand for space travel picks up and the market expands, economy of scale kicks in, then it'll probably become a lot cheaper. I mean, even thinking back in the past, before going on an airplane was quite expensive and it is still pretty expensive, but I would say going on on an airplane is decently common and The thing with the airplane, which is different to space travel though, is that an airplane leads you to a destination. So most of the time when people were on airplanes, they were going to a destination. And I think of space travel would be more like a cruise than a airplane because on a cruise, it takes a while, you know, you'd be spending 10 days in space. And in space, you would also have many different things like for example a basketball court or you know a buffet or all these things that are on cruises that aren't really on airplanes i mean i don't know any airplanes with a basketball court but i can name million or like hundreds of boats or cruises with a basketball court and i think that that makes a lot of sense because a plane was invented to be like an efficient way of travel and space travel isn't going to be an efficient way of travel it's just going to be something really really cool that people are going to be able to do
So I think when you think about it, definitely don't really think about it too much like a form of transportation and more like a cruise in a sense of like a, the destination is the place that you're going to travel on. So big companies of space travel are making it open to the greater public. I wanted to start with this not only because it was the biggest, but also Atalor, the leader of the first space hotel, told CNN and had a big interview with CNN this week at when I'm filming this. And the, he said some really good things like the goal has always been to make it possible for large amounts of people to live, work and thrive in space. And we're doing everything we can to make space accessible to everyone, not just the wealthy. So this statement he put out has been kind of different to any other statement that there's been before because in the past, everyone, like Elon Musk, like all of this has kind of been for the wealthy. So to put out a statement that um, the first ever space hotel is trying to make it accessible for everyone and trying to lower the price because they don't want just as much wealth as they could possibly get although yeah probably it is money game but to have that statement come out is quite a good thing to say and i think it definitely progresses how close we can get to space travel accessible for everyone because i think that even a company trying to do it is better than no company at all and many people are probably going to ask what space tourism looks like for the people that are able to afford it and in the future when prices decrease what will space travel look like it was announced early this week that the first space hotel will be open for trial in 2025 although this will still be very very expensive if they can cut down the price i mean that will be amazing but I think in the near future that might be a bit hard but it is definitely definitely in my opinion gonna happen in the future these are some things to note about the space hotel when it opens for the public and when i say when i'm pretty sure when it opens for the greater public because this if a company wants to work at it and make it accessible to all they can if this is my opinion obviously it's my forecast but I really do think that if a company tries and they don't play as a money game, they can definitely do something big with it. So, space travel is 124,861 square feet, and the hotel will have 400 guests at a time. The hotel is a ring-shaped looking Ferris wheel type design which is quite cool and it, there is unpressurized central rings that people go on the hotel will have a docking hub right at the center and so right now this is for each room will be 5,382 square feet a luxury villas will have sufficient capacity of up to 16 people and we'll have a complete bathroom and kitchen this is probably more 
you can get than having an apartment in Hong Kong for an expensive price. Probably not 5.5 million dollars, but the fact that it's in space is definitely a big, big bonus. And according to the firm, each public space is designed with a modern traveler in mind, so they designed it for the public and not for the wealthy, which is a very, very good, cool thing that is designed. So it'll be divided into 24 areas, and each of these places will feature facilities such as bars, rooms, restaurants, fitness facilities, and others. The hotel's spacious and modern light-filled rooms will come with comfortable bedding, large TVs, and free ultimate high-speed Wi-Fi. This seems like an absolutely great hotel so far, so I think that even if they put the price down, I mean, obviously, everyone won't be able to afford it, but I think that it can definitely, definitely be open for the middle class people to go and experience and it's also not really something that is gonna people are gonna go on it again I think that it's gonna be something that maybe I could be wrong but you know I think that's a once in a lifetime opportunity that no one has really done so far so it'll be cool to see what can happen with the space hotel and also whether people need to go into training on the space hotel thinking back to cruises anytime i've been a crew on a cruise they've always had a safety section before you leave and while it's still docked at the pier you always have a safety section so i wonder if that's what they're gonna do and just like a cruise while it's still on the ground the staff and everyone will go through the entire procedure and if something happens this this and this exactly like a cruise so yeah i'm really really looking forward to this space hotel i i don't know whether i'll ever be able to go on it in my lifetime and whether it'll be common enough at this time but you know maybe my children or my children's children will you know be able to go on it it'll happen that fast in the future but whether i'll be able to go on it i don't know about how fast it'll be at that point so yeah thank you everyone for listening i hope you enjoyed this and i hope you're just as excited about space hotels as i am thank you